Hey there, and welcome to High Vibe In It. I'm Lindsay Robinson, hypnotherapist and success mindset expert. And I'm Kelsey Aida, inspirational author and blogger slash manifesting expert. And we're best friends who are inspired to create a self-development podcast with a spiritual twist. To us, living a high vibe life is all about creating with intention, prioritizing how you feel, and making empowered choices that support your highest potential. Every week, we're here to help you learn how to live a more aligned, inspired life, start owning your power, and manifest the life of your dreams. Visit highvibeinit.com to connect with us on social media and learn about more ways we can help. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now, we have a ton of value to offer you today, so let's dive in. Welcome to the first flying solo episode of High Vibe in It. It is, as we are recording this, Friday the 13th, so hope it's really lucky for everybody. Um, today, we have a super exciting episode because we have a guest, Charlotte, no last name needed. Um, she is a clairvoyant and celebrity spiritual advisor. She's highly, highly intuitive, and she's just gorge balls. So, hi, Charlotte. Hi. And in case you didn't know, I'm also here with my super friend and co-host, Kelsey Aida. She's a manifesting maven. Hello. See, that alliteration is so awesome. <laughs> and I, of course, am Lindsay, the hypnotherapist, subconscious expert, and the person that helps you move through blocks and really figure out what you want in life and then go get it. So welcome to the show. Um, do we have any like housekeeping items to get through before we just dive in with Charlotte? I mean, we're really excited to introduce you guys to her because she's awesome and magical and mystical and beautiful and fun. Um, but there's no real housekeeping except thanks for being here. Thanks for subscribing to the show. Yeah. We're really going to need your guys' help to get this thing back off the ground again. So make sure that whatever episodes are resonating with you, you share them with at least one friend so we can spread the word, get it popping, and help as many people as possible. Yay. Charlotte. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Nothing, guys. <laughs> so I'm. You're. You're actually in New York. Is that right? Yeah, I'm in the city. In the city. Um, and I am really excited to talk to you about a lot of things. I have a lot of questions to ask, and some that we've gone over, but some we haven't. And I know Kelsey's excited to dive in with you as well. But why don't we start as we always do with how you got started and what really kind of drew you to this work, if that's the right way to say it. Um. So there's a super long response to that, but I'm going to start when I like really, I guess, got into it and learned more about it. Um, psychics would always come up to me like while I was walking to school and everything, and they would just tell me that I had this like really glowing aura and I didn't know what an aura was. And my mom would take me into this like crystal shop and I never was really into it. And then I had like, I think I bought like an amethyst. And I don't know, I, I got into it and then I found like little Facebook groups that were talking about like being a highly sensitive person and I, I identified as that at the time. And then I found some people, like I connected to them and they told me that, oh, I'm not a highly sensitive, I was an empath and I was a medium and that my main gift was to talk to the dead. Um, and then I don't know, I just started practicing, like doing mock practices on people. I did free readings for people like on Facebook for like years since I was 20. And um, then I just felt, you know, maybe it's really the right time for me to like pursue this. I'm obviously like really good at it from the feedback people have given me. And I've always wanted to do celebrity readings. I've always like 
liked gossip magazines and stuff and I could always read them like by their face. So I didn't want to go on the internet with it like super soon because I would get psychically attacked a lot. And I felt like maybe there would be a right time for me to do it, but it took me a while to find that right time. And I think I got like my company, like the job that I worked for, like it closed down. So I didn't really have anything to do except be in grad school and do videos. And I just took it from there. Like I was pretty slow and steady, which I ha which is what I liked. Um, and then it just grew over time and it's manageable and I don't know, it's fun, I think. And you're of course referring to your YouTube channel, right? Where yeah. you uploaded, okay, so I found you on YouTube. Your YouTube is again, what? Lottie Lux. Lottie Lux, go find her because the way, the way you enchanted me is because I went looking, I found you, I cannot even remember how, but when I got to your page, you have just video after video after video of these celebrity most of the I, I would say maybe 50 percent of them are like dead celebrities and you do readings on on them but you also do living celebrities as well yes so i've seen like kardashians i've seen who else have you done on your youtube channel it's a ton of people um i started with the celebrities that i like so timothy chalamet um little peep i love little peep who else have i done kelsey do you know who little peep is i don't <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a rapper. He's like an emo rap. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> a <goth> rapper. <laughs> Got um, it. Who else? I, I think I have one of Courtney Kardashian, um, Travis Barker, Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Um, I literally. Aaliyah, Selena. Those are the yeah, ones I was Selena, like. Aaliyah, and the thing about you is you legitimately are too young to know what the hype is about at least Selena, I know you, yeah. you, you go into these videos saying like, I don't know anything about these people because I just have never been in a situation where I would learn about it. Yeah. And you are just so, it's just so amazing. These readings that you do go check her out if you haven't yet. Um, so you got started with these videos and doing like, uh, what attracted you at the time. And then it evolved. How did it evolve into, um, like actually doing spiritual work for celebrities? Well, I, there was one celebrity that I like really liked and like I always like kind of idolized her and I just reached out to her on Instagram and I'm like, hey, you know, I want to do a video on you, um, but I, I don't want to do it if you don't like want me to publish it. So I sent it to her like unlisted and she was like blown away and I started working for her um, and then there was a, like, this happened with a couple of people that aren't like they were celebrities back then, but they're not as popular now. So it's kind of like easy to like, not easy, but it's more possible for me to get like a reaction or talk to them. So I would send them videos and like, of course, like I wouldn't want to like go against somebody's privacy and I'd be like, is it okay if I post this? Most of the time they say yes. So that's kind of how I got involved in it. And then I would tell them, you know, like if you know any other celebrities that would want a reading and like that I could put them on my channel, like let me know. So it kind of grew from there. And I started doing that like when I first started this channel, like I would reach out to celebrities. So I think that's kind of how like it happened quickly because I think it grew pretty quick. Yeah, it did. And what's interesting about you and the first thing I noticed is that 
in the first video I watched, you have your phone in your hand and you're looking down at your phone. And I'm like, there's no way she's getting information from her. Like what, who would do this? Like she's not, there's no way she's doing that. But you, and you clarify in the video, like just so you guys know, I'm looking at pictures. You work through pictures, you work through images. Like you can get a lot of information on somebody by looking at a picture of them. Yeah. Better than you can face to face, correct? Yes. I like I could feel energy face to face, but I won't get the visions mm-hmm. unless somebody like is either going to really harm me or there's something that I really need to know. It has to be face to face. Like it has to be through picture. Yeah. Um, but you're not the first one to be surprised by that. The woman that I, that like I've been working with for three years, she's like, she's never heard of that. And I'm like, well, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm weird. It happens how it happens. I feel like it's better that way because I don't, I feel like if I was face to face with somebody doing a reading, like it would be way too much energy and like that would be very overwhelming. I feel like the photo creates like a barrier so you can be really um, like get a lot of clear information without being distracted by like whatever's like happening. Cause that happens with me too. Like when people would try to set me up on dates with like these people, I'd be like, well, let me see a fucking picture. And I would look at the picture and I'd be like, that guy has mommy issues. That guy likes the dog too much. That guy has too much emotional trauma, not going there, not doing that. And like, they might look like nice people and they might be smiling in the photo, but like you can see the sadness in their eyes or you can tell a lot about them. Yeah, exactly. And like the same thing with me with online dating, cause I've tried it before. It would always come down to what you said. Yeah. And like, I would just, I didn't want to reject all these people, but it's <laughs> with that shit, you know? I know. Or you can tell people's intentions like right away from a photo yeah. or just like one glance and you'd be like, that guy does not have good intentions with me. Moving on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That must be really hard online dating when you, when you work through pictures. You're well, like, it's actually really easy. I see. I see why it's you're just really disheartening. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's harder to see people's intentions than others. Like, it's not like every person I could read 100% the best way. Certain people, I could read them better than other people. So, like, it's not like I never, like, it's not like I will date everybody and think that they're, like, 100% perfect. Sometimes I don't see everything, and maybe that's a lesson in itself, but it works better with some people rather than others. I think that's a thing that a lot of people don't understand about being psychic and intuitive is people assume that other people who are really psychic, people that are labeled as psychics have access to all information of all time from every person. And it's not true. Some we only, have, yeah. Some people have better spiritual protection than others. And like, you're not always meant to know everything, you know, like if someone comes to you asking for a certain piece of advice, maybe their spirit team is like, no, they need to figure that out on their own. So you're not the one to give it to them, you know? Yeah. And I had a, I had a really close friend who we would talk on the phone and we'd basically like back and brainstorm back and forth, like guys we were dating and the phone would literally cut off sometimes, like just out of nowhere or (laughs) some type of occurrence, like where I couldn't get the message where she couldn't tell it to me. That used to happen like an absurd amount of times. So I definitely agree. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a common misconception. People are like, oh, you're psychic. You know everything. I'm like, no, we don't get to know everything. Only some things that are going to help you yeah, exactly. or redirect you if you need to be like redirected or encouraged if you need to be encouraged or whatever. No. Say that last part again. What could help you? What you need to know to make choices and move forward. But of course, like certain things that I'll hear and like 
like especially when I did readings on my friends and you know some people just never learn you could tell them the same message over and that's over that's so true but if it's not their time to hear it like yeah they're just gonna ignore you yeah or they just don't get it you know it won't resonate with them mm-hmm until it's ready to until it's time yeah so my friends that that's still waiting not come. <laughs> yeah <laughs> So how do, how do you get your information? Like, I know it just kind of comes to you, but do you have like, I know you mentioned something about like, or Kelsey mentioned their spirit guides. Do you work with your guides to get information? Like, how does that come through for you in terms of like what you can receive and what is you're not supposed to say kind of thing? I never really understood what people meant by spirit guides. I don't really know if I have spirit. Like I, apparently like we are supposed to all have spirit guides. I don't really Think that there's three people that like or whatever that like help me i know sometimes like i'll have i i, I pray to like mother mary a lot and like i pray to her and especially like every single reading i do like i'll say a prayer to her and make it my intention to like help the person get on their soul path um but like spirit guides like i don't talk to somebody like like everything right. comes from me. You know what I mean? I feel like I connect to my higher self and that's how I get these messages. But I've always been like really wary of like goddesses and like worship and like spirit guides and like the whole owing somebody else something like it's not my thing. So, what do you mean by that? Because I feel like people give offerings to like spirit guides. They give right. offerings to their Got ancestors. It. Like I don't really believe in that. You know what I mean? Like I pray and like you know, I am a Christian. So like that helps. Like I always pray to God before everything. And I don't know. I just, I don't think I've ever like met my spirit guides or anything. If mm -hmm. I'm not even sure if I really have any, I don't work with anybody though. What if, hello, what if mother Mary is a spirit guide and you just I, don't see like, her in no. that angle? Yeah. Well, there you go. Guardian angel, spirit guides, higher self, higher wisdom, depending yeah. on how what's most comfortable for you. Um, yeah. I mean, God can be your spirit, homie. Who cares? <laughs> God's my spirit, homie. No. Um, so who, do you ever get like a sense of what and what not to talk about? I'm sure you must, right? Like yeah, stuff that you know, but you're just not going to tell them. Yeah. Like people ask me all the time to do readings on Jay-Z and Beyonce and like mm. this Tell well, me about that because in one of your videos, I think it was the Aaliyah one. I'm all about that. You mention that, not to spoil anything for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, but there's a little part of it where you're like, some people think they had something to do with her accident. Now, that seems like a conspiracy theory. I don't have, you know, there's not a lot of evidence to support that, but you and your video are like, I'm not even gonna go there. So tell us a little bit about why like you're so wary to like even touch on it. Because I feel like when you bring somebody else's name up in anything, you bring their energy into the room, you bring their energy into, there's some type of like soul agreements when you, you talk, like there's some type of cord, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's people like that are not going to like lie, but they're just not the people I'd want to bring into my videos, not the energy mm -hmm. that I want to put off or like, I don't know. I just don't feel like that's not what I'm like it's just not what I'm about like there's so many channels there's there's yeah. amazing psychic mediums on YouTube that will you know will talk about those people but I'm just I'm not one of them um and if the energy is like not where it needs to be in order for me to talk about it I won't talk about it you know what I mean mm -hmm. like yeah yeah definitely and you also 
dropping another name, mentioned Angelina Jolie is also very psychic as well. And so if for that reason, do you say you love me or you hate me? I love her. Oh, you love her. <laughs> she's so amazing. Like, she's mm-hmm. a humanitarian. Like, I don't, I think that, like, once you reach, like, a certain spiritual consciousness, you just see everything as duality and, like, mm-hmm. the good and the bad. Like, whatever it is, like, I guess you can call it, like, for people that are, you know, we would call it, like, the law of attraction. For people that are doing things that are darker, it's not that they think that it's evil. It's that they kind of feel like they're manipulating energy the same way that we would say that we're manipulating energy to like attract whatever it is that we want. The There's no like conscience there. Like the, I don't mm-hmm. know. How to, like, it's just they their idea of what they're doing is manipulating energy. It's, it's a neutral thing. Um, right. Same way we would say, okay, we want this. So we're going to, you know, attract it or whatever. So yeah. it's on the same plane. How did we get started into this? <laughs> I just mentioned Angelina Jolie and you um, just were like, I love her okay. and duality. So she <laughs> is very dual, like in her energy. Um, I would never like want to do a reading on her because I, you know, I respect her privacy. And like, obviously I tried before and it was kind of like a no, no go thing. Like she didn't mm-hmm. want me to, um, say anything like I got that message intuitively so I just I backed off like I don't know what these people are capable of I don't want to get spiritually attacked or anything it would make sense if she was super highly intuitive or psychic as you mentioned for her to not only be aware of that but also be aware there are others who will try to tap into her energy and therefore she would need super good boundaries around be her it just could be her spiritual protection like like a spirit guide maybe something like that I, maybe, I maybe, Charlotte? <laughs> no, I joke, I joke. Um, we have to do a read. Kels, do you want to do the read, the first one? Yeah, let's dive into it. Do it. So we want to talk to you guys about LinkedIn Jobs, which we've been saying for a while is the best place to post your job and hire people because it's awesome. And the perfect hire can obviously take time. I know there's a lot of people out there who are business owners, entrepreneurs. You guys need some help, some support. So LinkedIn Jobs is amazing. They have over 675 million members worldwide. They screen candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. They look for important things like collaboration creativity, adaptability. They look beyond just the work skills and put your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. That's how LinkedIn makes sure that your job post is seen by the people that you want to hire. And something that I always mention that's really cool that they told us is that they will reach out to people who might not necessarily be looking for a job, but might be super qualified for your job. So you're going to reach a lot more people than you normally would with LinkedIn jobs. So if you want to find the right person for your business today, you can pay what you want and get your first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash vibin. Again, that's linkedin.com slash vibin to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Again, always my favorite part. Um, <laughs> I say it all nice at the end. <laughs> terms and conditions. Of, you should do it in an accent next time. That would be I'm fun. not great with accents. <laughs> Let's be honest here. <laughs> too risky, too risky. Well, okay. So diving back in here, this is such a fun conversation. Kelsey, did you think of any questions that you want to hit Charlotte with right now? Or should we just keep rolling? 
No, I mean, I'm with it. Like everything Charlotte says, I can really resonate with because I have a lot of the same capabilities. So I'm just like, oh, soul sister, fun I knew stuff. you guys would hit it off. Um, so but fun. I want you to go into your questions that you had because they sounded really fun before the show. I got so many questions. Well, start okay, with one. so, so uh, the f- well, okay, so I'm trying to decide which one to do first, but. Do I guess a good question to ask right about now when we're talking about Angelina's boundaries or protection that she might have, what kind of boundaries or protection do you have and do you really hold on to so that your energy doesn't get, as you mentioned, psychically attacked? Well, you know, it's, it's complicated because like I said, I am a Christian and like, I don't really, I don't know. I don't really have what people would say, say is like a traditional, like, protection like I don't really think of the light bubble and everything I know that like there has been times where I've been in really bad situations um when I was very young and I was very very psychic and I you know it really got to the point where it was really really bad and I somehow pulled through um I know that like there is like some protection but it's more of it's gonna be there when I really need it I could get hit hard but unless I truly need protection, I'm going to have to figure my way out of it every single time. Interesting. So for me, like I will light a candle, I'll pray. I always ask like before every reading for, you know, God to send his angels down from heaven to like protect me and everything like that. Like I always pray. Um, But I'm not sure if that would be like a traditional way of asking for psychic protection Plus, I'm just I, saying whatever feels good for you, girl. It's, yeah. This is about you. So whatever, yeah, in any way that you feel like you can cleanse, it's imp- definitely important to do that, as I'm sure you know, because um, you don't want it to get too convoluted or, like, you know, have any really big problems. No, and, like, I like sometimes I'll light candles um, to clear, like, purify the area. Okay. Working with crystals, too. I love crystals. We love crystals on this show, don't we, Kels? We love all sparkly things, crystals included. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) all kinds of stuff. Um, So uh, speaking of um, cleansing energy, one of those things you mentioned the last time we spoke, and I don't want to go into this too deep because I know it can be a touchy subject and we don't want to like invite the kind of energy, but talk to us a little bit about your experience or what you know about entity attachment. I always get spirit attachments. Um, Always. I don't know how, but like it used to happen more when I was younger. Now it's kind of like, all right, you're going to, you're going to be on me. And like, I'm, I do work with somebody like a Reiki master who's very good at that. So she'll, she'll take them off when they do come. And I noticed that they only will be on me when there is some type of like human connection. That's like me could be like in a friendship that's toxic or like in a toxic situation where I'm very stressed out. I notice that when I'm not in a bad mood, like when I'm in a really positive like state of mind and like everything is, you know, kind of like all good, like my vibration's high, they won't really attach themselves to me. But another thing is I'm more susceptible to it because I am like a medium. I'm not here nor there, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So it would be more like, they would have more reason to be on me, especially if they have a message to translate to somebody else. 
So I would always just get them taken off by my Reiki master. Um, like I said, sometimes I'll light a candle and purify myself or like, I just started working with sage. I used to never like sage, um, but I started working with it and maybe it's with the sage with the candle um, that's making it better. I'm not sure, but it has worked. So great. Well, it's funny because in the question about entity attachment, you just named two more great ways to clear your energy. One, Reiki. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing for energy clearing. And Sage. I also really like Palo Santo. If you haven't tried it yet. I have it. I have it. You do have it? The yeah. smell of that is like, to me, so much better than Sage. So I'll burn them together to clear the energy and to bring in the good vibes at the same time. And, you know, as you're wafting it around, you say a little prayer and only invite the good stuff in. Um you sound very, uh, I don't know if sensitive is the right word. You're just very intuitive. You, you pick up on energy so easily, I think, that sometimes it can be a blessing and a curse because you can see, you can feel rather everything. Yes. Do you, ever, do you have the ability to ever turn it off or do you ever want to turn it off? I could turn it off. Good. Not like 100% all the way, but I could block it out of my like, mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are certain times where it's like, not that there's something that I'm in danger, but somebody's energy could be like very like telling and it kind of just smacks me in the face. Like, um, for instance, yesterday, like I work at a school, so I had a student come in and like, I can automatically tell the student is autistic and he's not diagnosed as autistic. But it's not like all this information smacked me in the face. And it's like, I don't really want to be the psychic medium at school, like when at work. But sometimes it just like the information is just given to me, even when I'm not open to it. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. most of the time I can block it out. Like I take the New York City subway station. I feel like, yeah, that's hard. And it was really hard when I was younger. But now it's like, like there's ways to block that out. Yeah, good. I'm glad that you have spent enough time to like really hone that because it, yeah. geez, can you imagine just being on all the time? I cannot imagine. Um, we're going to take a one quick break right now. Cause is it a good time? It's a good yeah. time. Right? Yeah. We're going to take a quick break to do another um, read for you guys. So right now is the time to talk about Lola, which is of course a female founded company offering a line of organic female hygiene products, cleansing wipes, tampons, pads, liners, all kinds of stuff. Um, they're 100% natural and really easy to feel good about buying. There's no BS, no mystery fibers, or no doubts about what's going in your body. Um, when I learned that the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, it really ticked me off. <laughs> I mean, it's not something I ever delved too deep into, but when I found that, I was like, wait, really? They're, they've been doing this to us since tampons were invented and nobody cares? Um, so that's why these companies are so important. Um, one of my favorite things about them is that when you purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the United States. And Kelsey and I are really big on making sure that the brands that we talk about are doing good work. And these guys <laughs> definitely are doing good work. So 100% uh, organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. And the subscriptions that you can choose from are fully customizable. They come in discreet packages right to your door. So there's no like as Kelsey loves to say, making your boyfriend go to the store and buy your <laughs> feminine products for you. Um, 
Yeah, poor guys. Uh, so no more of that. It's a really, really, really great product. Uh, what do you want to say about it, Kels? I mean, I just like Lola because it's convenient. It's clean. I know that it's not going to distort my energy field with all this bad chemicals and stuff. Um, and like I always say, lady parts are sensitive. So you're dulling your magic if you're sticking bad stuff up there. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. And that includes men. Bad men do not go there either. Yeah. Actually, that definitely includes <laughs> intercourse because whoever you're doing it with, you're becoming energetically you're attached to them their like energy. how we're talking about right now. Yeah. That's a major, major, major chord. So be careful who you're sleeping with. Side note, but also for 30% off your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter Vibin when you subscribe. That's Vibin when you subscribe for 30% off your first month subscription at mylola.com. Boom. You know, just talking about sex and stuff. Sex and absorbing <laughs> vaginas and bad men. Speaking okay. of entity attachments. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, you had some other questions that were really cool that I want you to get into. Are you talking about the twin flame question? Oh, yeah, I can talk on this topic. We should do a whole episode about Twin Flames I know, eventually, see, but let's touch on it today. I this thought about saving topic. this question in case we have Charlotte on again, but, you know, it's too good to hold off on. So let's talk <laughs> about Twin Flames. There's, you know, I, I know you mentioned there's a lot of, there's like an upheaval of people talking about Twin Flames and a lot of misconceptions. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes, you, you, Charlotte. Sorry. I'm looking at my computer screen and it looks like I'm talking to both people at the same time. Um, so, Charlotte, talk to us about what you know about Twin Flames and all the stigma around it. Um, well, one of my friends is in a twin flame relationship. I very, very rarely see twin flames. They are rare. Um, and I feel like they only really come into fruition when you have a sole purpose that is to help the collective, the collective, or do something with, that's bigger than just two people in a relationship. That's when they come into fruition. Other than that, you may be dealing with soulmate or a karmic relationship um it's easy for me to see twin flames because i'll see the same soul in one body and they are very binded in a way that's not usual it wouldn't be like in a soulmate or in a karmic relationship type of bind it's very different different and like i said intuitively i'll pick up the same soul in two people mm, yeah i feel like a lot of people throw that word around because it's just popular in the hot topic right now and everyone makes any sort of toxic relationship that they're in into a twin flame deal they're like oh if it's toxic it's my twin flame <laughs> that's more of a karmic relationship yeah that yeah. The, the karma really makes everything intense and amplifies the energy and everything especially in the beginning um but if it's toxic like twin flame or not you should definitely just get out of it yeah get out better Don't off by yourself Yes. Great advice. Have you experienced any twin flame, twin flame relationships in your life? Um, thank God I haven't. I, have had <laughs> two, I think I've had w one karmic relationship, one soulmate relationship. Um, and I did an unbinding spell for both of them. So I'm clear. Thank God. I never want to meet these people in any of their lifetimes again. <laughs> that is so cool. You're going to have to teach us how to do that one for our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Anyone want to learn about spells? Um, what was I going to say? Okay. So you, when you see a picture of someone, let's just say whether they hire you or you just see it on the internet or something, you know, pictures in general, do you see, like, what kind of information do you get right off the bat? Or do you, is it always different? 
it's always different, but if there is a significant karmic pattern to a past life, then that's usually what I'll see first. So you see past lives? Yes, I very much see past lives, especially for people that are um, on the 5D level or they've had incarnations in Atlantis, I'll always see past lives. Um, but if it's just for like regular people and it depends on what they're asking me to, if they ask mm -hmm. me a particular question, then I'll, my energy will take me to that question to get the answer for them. If it's just a general read, most of the time I will see a past life. Um, if it's relevant, if they want to know about it, like the most relevant one I will tell them about. Um, but it's really different. It's whatever comes to me. You know what I mean? Well, you know what I'm going to ask you next, right? What? what We'll just ask you for the one first most major thing that came when you saw my picture and Kelsey's picture. What's the one thing that came up for me and Kelsey? So for you, I saw a lot of fairy energy, but when we were on our video chat, um, I saw that there was like a lot of starcy energy. You have like, I feel like your energy is like more amplified, like more intense than mine because there was like times where I'm like, I need to like take a breath. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey's like, can I get an amen? <laughs> Lindsay's energy is like, not chaotic. It's like buzzing. It goes like yeah. fast. But it's yeah. nothing she said or anything. Yeah, it's not like bad or anything. It's just like fast moving. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I can't, like, I can't even keep up with this. Buzzing <laughs> like a fairy's wings? Exactly. You're like a hummingbird fairy. Like, <laughs> That's funny because hummingbird is my thing. Like, if I see a hummingbird, I'm like, Definitely. God is smiling on me at right, like right now, because I just saw a hummingbird. It means everything's okay. <laughs> and then, like for Kelsey, I was seeing like, kind of like a magic, magic maker. Like, <laughs> I don't want to say a witch because I don't like that word, and I feel like it's kind of a bad connotation. But definitely somebody that, um, like, I, at first I was seeing like a big thing with fire in it and a black wearing a black dress but it's not bad like I wouldn't say it's bad it's just nothing has ever been more accurate in the history of the world <laughs> okay. Kelsey's a witch surprise surprise <laughs> well you could say alchemist or yeah, mystic alchemist. or yes. but yeah totally That's but awesome. a good Linda the good witch and um I think what it's kind of like, I don't want to give too much away, but we talked before this show and you, Charlotte, and you mentioned that when Kel when you saw Kelsey's like magical part, it was like family, like ancestry. Is that right? What, what did I say? You're like, what did I say? <laughs> you mentioned that Kelsey's witchy parts are like ancestry related, like her ancestors, like the women uh, in her family. I don't know which picture I was, I'd have to like. Use I know it was so long ago and you get yeah. so much information all the time. I'm sure it all gets like confused, but I remember you saying that. So, but I see that Kelsey too, like has. Oh yeah. And like that power, like, and I spoke to you before about, I feel like anybody could be psychic. It just mm -hmm. takes lifetimes to get to the part where I am and probably where Kelsey is because I've seen that she's been doing this for many lives. So Cute. You know, I'm going to have to do a reading with you to talk all about my past lives because that's like such a cool thing. And it's something that I really love talking about um, as well. When I do hypnosis with my clients, sometimes, the, you know, for past lives, it's yeah. them giving me the information, but it's so fun to just have someone else like tell you about yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. When and you like, trust that it's true, you know? And I don't really like, I don't know, like if those workshops really work, like 
I took a like Akashic Records workshop and I would never offer that to any of my clients. Um, if I'm gonna like offer something, like I don't know, hypnosis is like, you could tap into anything. Like you could tap into past lives. You could tap into really where it's coming from because you kind of explained it to me before. So if there's like a pattern that was from a past life, yeah, I feel like you could definitely tap into it that way. Um, but you like go through like a whole, it's more than just one session though, right? Oh God, yes. Like I would never do a past life with somebody if they've never done hypnosis before. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. I, do a, I do a prep session, maybe two, depending on the person. And then, you know, oh, the past life sessions themselves, depending on how seasoned and like how much practice they have with going into the state at will, it sometimes takes like two or three hours. So it's not like a one quick, like a quick, like, okay, you're fixed. See you later. Because once you realize what the pattern is in the hypnosis, then you have to, then is when the work comes yeah. in. How do I allow myself to release this and be okay doing that? You know? So yeah, you're absolutely right. It's definitely not like a quick fix by any means, but. I feel like there's a lot of like people that are psychics that do what I do and they'll offer like one class for like seven hundred dollars and I, I never like I don't think I could teach somebody this because even in this life like it's taken me so long to read people like not that it took me so long to read people but just to get my spiritual protection up to where it should be um to like just go through the motions I feel like it just takes more than you know one class you know what I mean like so I always I don't know like I, I don't think I could ever offer a workshop yeah me personally yeah because I wouldn't even know like where to start. You know what I mean? You know, that's why, that's why you just have to contact Charlotte, go to her social media and just say like, I am I am trying to do, do a reading for me, <laughs> like, but it's not going to be like a course. I have no. like one of my clients who wants to do like, um, like increasing abilities. Mm. I probably teach somebody how to read pictures. I would feel more comfortable doing that. But the past life stuff, like that stuff, you have to like go into like the depths of your brain to like Completely. do Completely. Yeah. But and it, it does take a really long time compared to normal hypnosis because you are going that deep. Um, we have to do another read, but I have a, I have a million dollar question after we do the read. Um, Kelsey, <laughs> do you want me to do it or do you want to do it? I'll talk about it. We will talk so, about it. You start. We're talking about Kopari because it's awesome and we love it and they're amazing. They have a lot of beauty products, but what we're talking about today is their CBD line, which I'm super loving. I wasn't really like huge into CBD until we started doing the show and we got all these sponsorships about CBD, but it's actually um, a really helpful plant friend I've found. Um, and sometimes self-care is as simple as taking a few moments to yourself to soothe your body and your mind. And one of our new favorite ways to do that is with the CBD products from Kopari. Um, so what I love is they have this recovery balm that is really good for like aching muscles or any type of like pain or soreness or stiffness and it almost feels like an exfoliant like when you put it on I feel like my skin getting like exfoliated and I massaged it in because it's kind of like oily so I can get really deep what I actually do I've been using my yoni wand and I'll like rub my shoulders really hard with it and it works so good so I'm basically like massaging my body with a crystal and the CBD recovery bomb it's the ish let me tell you um and Kopari is really cool because they use the only, the only full spectrum CBD powder on the market. 
And even better, they combine it with their famous organic coconut oil for maximum absorption. It's one of the most effective ways to deliver the soothing and calming benefits of CBD because as um, our nutritionist friend taught us a few episodes back, your skin is the most absorbent part of your body. So putting CBD on your skin is a great way to like alternative to ingesting it, but to get it into your system. Get all um, the good stuff. Skin. Yeah. And Kapari is a great company because they're dedicated to clean, sustainable, and quality sourcing with their whole plant CBD um, and all their other products. So if you're going to try a CBD product, you should definitely do it right. Go with Kopari right now. Get 15% off all CBD products when you go to Kopari Beauty with a K. So that's K-O-P-A-I-R Beauty. Nope, no, nope, K-O-P-A-R-I. Sorry. <laughs> I get things mixed up a lot. So let's try that again. K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash Vibin. That's Kopari beauty.com slash Vibin for 15% off your order. Thank you for correcting me, Lindsay. The dyslexia is a situation sometimes. Um, and yeah, it's awesome. You look, I'm, dude, if, if that's your only problem, this girl has got it together way more than I do. Um, okay, so are we ready for my million dollar question? Yes. Okay, my million dollar question. From mm, in my experience, especially right now, I have more than one client who is struggling internally with making choices and listening to their intuition simply because, and this is completely true, it's a theme right now that both of them are really struggling with what multiple psychics have told them is true. And I they're know gonna say, I like felt you that. knew what I was gonna say. <laughs> and they're intuitively <laughs> being pulled. This girl, I was like, tell her to stop listening to other people. That's Before I finished my sentence, that's what you're gonna say, and that's what, you know I'm 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 trying trying to get that message through, but it's it's hard because you're going to to these people, and I know I definitely trust you. I would imagine that the people she went to, she trusted as well, but it bothers me when when people who have these abilities and and do this for work tell them that this is the one way you're gonna get, or you know this is the only path for you to take. That's what bothers me, and that's what these clients are being told. And it's so funny because never before have I had this situation. And right now I have more than one client who's dealing with this. And they're just, it's a struggle because they want to trust that what they're hearing is real. But at the same time, if it goes against your intuition, like how do you reconcile that? So what would you say to them besides, you know, stop listening? I'm hearing disconnection from self. Mm -hmm. um, like for me, you know, I have clients that they'll come to me every week and they'll ask me, about you know situations and sometimes my response is literally like your intuition is going to tell you how to move forward with the situation but i will tell them what's going on i have never like ever offered advice on where a client should take their life like even maybe it's because i come from like a counseling background in school and they like instill that in my head so much like every single day about how unethical it is to like instill advice and project our ideas onto other people. But like, I never, I, I think that's like, it's like, you can't, you know, it's, it's every, it's, your hands are clean when it's somebody else's sin. Sometimes we'll give the advice we can't even take for ourselves. And then at that point, we're just projecting ourselves onto the client. And, um, you know, maybe sometimes it's not always about listening to their own intuition. Some people really haven't unlocked that part of themselves. Mm -hmm. and that become that insightful and we have to respect that too if they want to go to a psychic and get information that's fine but like to depend on it is it's kind of it's not 
leading them to where they need to be. Absolutely. Like I had a friend who would always ask me about guys, like this one guy she was with for 10 years who never asked her to be their boyfriend, cheated on her, like whatever. And like, I could tell you a million times what he's thinking, what he's doing. It's not going to change the outcome. Like this person's not for you. Um, But she would, like I said, she wasn't ready to hear that. And it's the same thing with people that keep going to psychics and getting answers and stuff like that. Like sometimes you just have to really see the writing on the wall. Yeah, exactly. And for anybody that is feeling disconnected to their intuition, we have an episode for that, don't we, Kelsey? Yep. Go back in the archives. Intuition. I don't remember what number it is, but (laughs) it's there. And also what I was going to say about going to psychics and intuitives, the thing is like we read into timelines, right? But usually we're going to find the most probable timeline that you're currently on right now, unless you decide to hop timelines. So you always have free will. So like if we see something happen to someone, like this might be the most likely outcome based on the decisions you're making today, what you're doing right now, what you're focusing on. But if you don't like that, that doesn't mean you're doomed to it just because we say or we see or we feel that that is a probable outcome. That could even be like, your warning from your spirit team being like, hey, if you continue on this path, this is probably going to happen. But if you don't want to, like you don't have to, you can hop timelines anytime you want. So I think that's also important because people think like, oh, like psychics have all this information that's end all be all. And it's like everything's changing all the time. Nothing is end all be all. And that's what, that's what irritates me when, when they tell me these stories, because it's, you said it beautifully. Why wouldn't they say that? Like, why don't they say that? (laughs) I don't understand the motivation behind saying like, you have to do this, period, which is the way that the client presented it to me. Um, I don't know if that's exactly how they said it, but the way that it was impressed upon them was this is what you need to do, period. And so it doesn't leave a lot of room for free will, does it, at that point? Because you're constantly scared of making the wrong choice based on what they tell you. Sorry, Charlotte, you were going to say something? Um, I mean, you know, like, I don't think it comes from like bad intentions. It may just come from somebody trying to really help that person. And if they get a message that, you know, they should do this, but also like, I'm trying to just be the devil's advocate here and like, see where they're coming from. But I've never had an instance where like, I've been told to tell somebody to leave somebody like, unless it was really, really toxic and I could see that somebody was like an energy vampire and like feeding off them. Like, I don't know if, if it's not going to harm somebody like in, in a way that's drastic, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if it's really going to harm somebody, then you could just be like, look, like, you know, do you really think the situation is the best for you? But I always let the clients make that decision for themselves, you know? Yeah. Sorry, I have a plane going over, so I'm, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. If anybody's watching, I'm nodding my head, but this is a completely obnoxious situation I have going on over here. Kelsey, you have to talk. Yeah, I think that's really wise to just like not interfere, but just give what's happening and what you're feeling into and what you're seeing because you are a resource when you're that intuitive, you know? And like you said, like not everyone can tap into their intuition to the degree that you can do it on their behalf. So I think that's really cool and like awesome what you're doing. Um, and I want you to talk more about where people can find you, how they can work with you and all that jazz. And I think you have a special offer, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So my special offer, I'm offering, um, it was 30 minutes for $85, which usually is a hundred. 
and it's five questions and it could be, a, and also a love reading or finance reading, whatever you want. Um, and also I have another promotion, which is two questions for $25. I do that on my email, um, which is charlacas, x 3 at gmail.com. Um, those are my two offers, but yeah, I, I also have Instagram people always DM me through there. Like some people just don't really like the email thing. And I understand that. So I do promotions and giveaways and like fun stuff, testimonials on my Instagram, which is Lottie Lux uh, LLC and my YouTube as well. Like if I have any promotions, I'll put it on there, but usually it's just through email or my Instagram. I'm not sure if I'm going to like open up a website. You guys, you know, Lindsay, that I am like horrible with the computer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so what's your website? She's like, uh, I do not have one. So we will link, <laughs> we'll link all the ways to find you. You gave me ideas about a mailing list because I don't know how to do that. <laughs> That's right. I was like, okay, so how do people, do you mail them? She's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking so about? Cute. But yeah, we'll link all the ways that people can contact you. Um, I highly encourage people to check out your YouTube channel because it's, yeah. I still haven't seen all the videos and I could spend all day just like watching you work. It's just so cool. Um, yeah. So I, I that's it, right, Kels? Are we done? Yeah. I was wondering if you could give maybe just one parting um, piece of advice or intention to everyone who's listening or any like last final words of wisdom that you want to share? I think what Lindsay brought up is really important to listen to your own intuition. Um, definitely about the twin flame soulmate thing. I feel like even though like there is, you know, a soul bond between people that are karmic or whatever, there, there's always some type of sign or like something that will tell you that things are going to get bad before they get worse. So always listen to that. Even if you think that this is a twin flame or soulmate relationship, um, if you're seeing the writings on the wall, just pay attention to that. You know, you don't want to be in a situation where, um, your energy is being messed with or manipulated or anything like that. So definitely try and just listen to yourself and don't get into an addictive habit of like, Always asking a psychic how to make your next move, I guess. Yeah. That's Use it as advice. a tool, not yeah. a crutch. Yeah. Perfect yes. advice. Awesome. Well, we're going to go and continue this conversation over at Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash high vibe, we're going to ask Charlotte some more fun questions about being I say psychic, intuitive, and medium and all this fun stuff. Um, so every week we post extended version episodes up there and their video format so you can watch instead of just listening so go there check that out don't forget to subscribe and share and we love you guys thanks for being here thanks for listening we hope you love this episode if you love high vibe in it become a part of our patreon family you can support the show see the extended version of this episode get bonus content and access exclusive discounts head over to patreon.com slash high vibe to join we have tons of perks waiting there for you and we're always hanging out in there so we hope to see you inside Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.